Welcome back to the Sporting Capital. John Donahoe here. Plenty happening in the world of sport. And if you are a cricket fan, which most of us are, the cricket continues this Friday with the first of three one-day internationals as the Aussies take on the West Indies at the MCG. It's the first time we will have seen the Aussies in action in one-day cricket since the World Cup triumph over India late last year. Some new faces running around in this series, which is great. And one of them is Victorian Sheffield Shield captain and Renegade skipper Will Sutherland. Will, welcome to the Sporting Capital. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. First time in an Aussie squad. This must be very exciting for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, slightly surprising news, but um, yeah, nonetheless, incredibly exciting and grateful for the opportunity. Um, yeah, potentially a chance to play one game, which is um, incredible and obviously the boyhood dream. So um, yeah, great to be around some, some big names. And I spoke to you in the lead-up to the Renegades-Stars game. We spoke in the cricket nets. You were about to go have a hit. And I asked you the question, do you have international honours in your future? And you, you sort of hadn't thought about it. You you were pretty content playing for Victoria. And, and this now has just come out of nowhere. You are coming in as a replacement. It must be a great thrill for you that you are getting the recognition you deserve. Uh, thank you. Yeah, look, yeah, I probably don't like... I assume a lot of other guys don't sort of think about it as much. Like you, you're just playing for your state and or big bash team and trying to win games. Um, it's always the way I've sort of thought of it, trying to win the game for the team at the time. And um, if higher honours come uh, my way, then you know so be it. But um, yeah, definitely not something that you you know always thinking. Gee, I want to play for Australia all the time. Just probably adding a little bit too much pressure to yourself there. So um, yeah, luckily enough, a, a spot opened up for me and. Um, yeah, I'd like to think I've I've had a good sort of body of work over five years of, of decent one-day cricket for Victoria, and um, I've been selected. Who who gave you the call? Was it George Bailey gave you a call, told you, and and did they give you an indication of your if you're a good chance to play this first game at the MCG? Uh, yeah, George Bailey called me. Um, was sort of pending my own fitness with an ankle, and um, yeah, I think think the ankle started to feel a bit better when uh, there was a chance I was going to be called <laughs> into the Aussie squad. So. Um, that was all good there, and um, yeah, look, just a chance to play. Um, one or two games was the word, so probably not this this first one. But um, who knows? I, I'd be happy with one, that's for sure. You you did tell him that you're the Victorian captain, right? And making your debut at the MCG would have been a pretty uh, pretty nice bit of synergy, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's how they used to do it back in the old days. They'd, they'd flood the the local boys at, at the local uh, city there. Enough to be, but yeah, nice, absolutely. Uh, what what have Sorry to cut you off there. You, you broke up a little bit. But what, what have your first experiences been? I, I imagine you've been training the last couple of weeks. You would have gotten some new, you know, Aussie warm-up kit and some hats, some shorts, all of that. I'm sure it's been a pretty thrilling experience in the in the early days so far. That's all um, part of the thrill, I think, getting the, the new kit and, um, yeah, rubbing rubbing shoulders with some big names there. So we, uh, we had training um, this morning. Um, so, yeah, just amazing to be out there, um, you know, bowling to some superstars and um yeah side by side the nets with with um yeah awesome australian players so that was amazing and i noticed you've been given number three was there a significance to that were you allowed to pick from a few numbers did you have a choice or did they just give you a number um i had a choice there is a couple options there um but yeah funnily enough it's it's got nothing to do with cricket (laughs) love love geelong so uh (laughs) the big big jimmy bartell there he loved the number three for the Cats. so um yeah, it always comes back to the footy numbers. I think that's what you remember most as a youngster. Yeah, there's always a significance when it comes to it. I'm sure Jimmy Bartell would be absolutely chuffed if he gets to see you run out on the ground. Uh, tell us, Jake Fraser-McGurk, he joins you in the squad, a Renegades teammate. You must have been thrilled to see him get selected alongside of you as well. 
Yeah, definitely. He's been performing incredibly well for whatever team he, he pulls the, the shirt on for at the moment. Um, just, yeah, backing his own game. Such, yeah, fast hands. And we've seen what we can do. he can do in the big bash. Absolutely. And th- there's... Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Will, you're line cutting a little bit there, so apologies if I cut you off. But uh, also, another Victorian teammate of yours is Matt Short. I'm a massive Matt Short fan. We've seen what he can do in the Big Bash. What are you expecting from him throughout this series? I imagine he'll come in, open the batting. He's played just a handful of games so far, but he could be anything at international level. Yeah, definitely. He probably hasn't quite clicked for him um, at international level, but, yeah, I don't think there's much of a different difference in standard from Big Bash to um, international level there. Um, so obviously, Big Bash is strong, and we've seen how well he's done over the last two BBLs. So uh, more of the same, whether it's yeah, opening or at number six, I'm sure he'll be uh, yeah, using his levers and, and clearing the rope um, yeah, consistently for the Aussies, hopefully for, for years to come. I know you've only been in camp for the first time for a, for a very short amount of time, but has anyone sort of taken you under their wing and, and said, you know, come here, I'll give you some pointers on this is how we do it in international cricket, or they just all let you go and be yourselves and, and do your thing? Um, not as of yet. Um, probably would like to gravitate towards um, Big Greeny and, mm. and Aaron Hardy even, just sort of um, like-for-like like players and um, yeah, to, to chat to Greeny and pick his brains would be pretty amazing. Um, obviously, incredible skill set, so just see um, how he goes about it at international level would be pretty cool. Have you faced up to Lance Morris in the Nets yet? I know you probably played against him a couple of times, but I imagine when you're in the Nets at the MCG, it feels like you're in a real tight sort of closet facing a, a bloke bowling 150 Ks. Yeah, I was a couple of Nets down from Lance today, and um, I certainly <laughs> took my time um, getting out of, out of lane three and made sure he was done bowling before I got to, to his net. But um, no, I've faced my fair share of, of big Lando in shield cricket at the Wackers, so... Um, I think I've earned, earned my break from him in the Nets for now. Absolutely. You'd be, be very happy that he's on your side. Hey, more broadly, how are you enjoying getting more responsibility in Shield cricket and now in the in the BBL being Victorian captain, Renegades captain? It shows you've got great leadership and I guess that you are being backed for as a future leader in, in the country. Yeah, it's definitely nice to get that recognition and um, be able to lead those teams. Definitely something I, I want to do and, and love doing. Um, very lucky to have some good senior players around me um, supporting me, both with the Vicks and the Gades. Um, you know, I'd love to do the, the Gades in the seasons going forward and um, hopefully turn around um, what's been a bit of a struggling ship um, for the last few seasons. So, mm. yeah, just both really exciting opportunities with the, yeah, the Vicks as well, um, poised nicely in, in the one day and Shield as well. So, see what we can do there. How are you? I know it's a long season and now you've got international duties, you've got Big Bash, then you go back to the Marsh Cup and the Sheffield Shield. How are you feeling physically and mentally? Are you, are you, in, a good, are you in a good spot? And, and I guess are you just continuing on more cricket as, as the summer goes on? Yeah, I'm, I'm loving it at the moment. Um, yeah, don't really have those issues of, of burning out um, as of yet. So uh, I think the fixture works nicely in that regard as well with the change of changes of formats. I think that helps keep things nice and fresh. Um, Big Bash comes at a nice time and obviously this is a nice change as well. But yeah, I'm raring to go. Um, had a few niggles, so I haven't bowled as much. So I feel like I've still got plenty to give um, for the season coming up. Let's talk about the Vicks for just a moment. Going pretty nicely in, in both competitions and obviously they'll ramp back up once the international stuff uh, finishes up. Are you, are you happy with how you guys are placed going into the back half of the season? 
Yeah, yeah 100%. I think, yeah, second in, in the one days and third in the Shield um, leaves for a pretty exciting um, couple of months coming up. So I uh, won't be able to play the, the first Shield game, unfortunately. So hopefully the boys can get that done. Um, but, yeah, as I said, it's just a, a really exciting time to be a Victoria. Um, a bit awesome to win some silverware. With, yeah, just fell and fallen a step short. Um Last two seasons, losing the WA and the Shield final, so I know the boys are really hungry to, um, you know, win both both of those formats. Would be incredible. And there was a bit of talk in the off season, you know, Victoria had sort of cleared house a little bit. You know, Jake Fraser McGurk goes to South Australia. It was a very young looking Victorian squad coming into this this season, yourself included. So you must be really happy with how you've you've. I guess galvanised as a group, and now, as you said, sitting second and third in both competitions, it's it's been a really good season to date. Yeah, definitely. We made a few shifts there, um, but yeah, every time we seem to um, blood youth, they they seem to um, swim at the, at the level. So it's really exciting for us. Um, lots lots of our young guys at the level, and um, yeah, amazing for the the journey that we're on to show that, yeah, we've got a bit of a team that we can um, carry forward for the next five, ten years. So, um, yeah, I think we're doing quite well with the list to, to blend a, a bit of youth and older players as well. So it's exciting, yeah. Talking to Will Sutherland on the Sporting Capital, newest member of the Australian squad to take on the West Indies in the ODIs kicking off on Friday, the Victorian captain, the Renegades captain. Let's talk a little bit about the Gades, if we can. Obviously, a disappointing campaign this season. Did you guys have a review after the season, discuss how you can get better, and, and what was the, the findings of all of that? Um, not really. I think, yeah, we, we know we had a good enough list. Um, there was yeah incredible talent on that list, and maybe a few things didn't go away early in the tournament. Um, I think we probably haven't been able to keep a uh, consistent um, group together for long enough. I think we always seem to start tournaments quite slow and yeah, in a 10-game tournament puts you on the back foot and makes it pretty hard. So hopefully over the next few years with um, you know, myself and Jake and, and a couple others locking in for the future, we can um, keep a, a bit of a spine of the team together and um, yeah, we can hit the ground running a bit more at the start of tournaments and get off to a better start. And um, I think yeah, like teams like the Sixers have been able to do that with a similar group, so it'd be nice if we could, uh, yeah, get that going a little bit. I was discussing with the former Victorian Darren Berry on the Big Bash coverage throughout the year. He he said and suggested that both the Renegades and the Stars need more, a bit more of an identity and and more Victorian players. He he was he was a bit frosty the fact that you know. Matt Short's playing in, in interstate and you've got Todd Murphy playing interstate as well. A load of Victorian guys and looks at Perth's list and says, well, there's 15 or 16 of them on that list that are all from WA. The tribalism's there a little bit like the footy and, and the fans can go to the game and know who they're, who they're cheering for. Do you think there needs to be a little bit more of a Victorian flavour in, in, for you guys especially and for the Stars also? Probably only three guys on their state list that aren't playing Big Bash, whereas, you know, we've potentially so um, trying to get those younger Victorians that aren't doing much at that are more involved and continuing to develop their T20 skills so that they can um, you know when they get their chance to come into a Renegades or a Stars list it's a bit more seamless they can go away so um, yeah it's a bit of a tricky one I think yeah Todd and, and Shorty left at times where they weren't getting great opportunity and then um, started to perform when they left fun yeah, hopefully we can start to yeah, get some more Vicks on big bash lists and, um, yeah, as I said before, sort of get um, playing groups together for longer periods of time so we can hit the ground running a bit more at the start of, of the season.
Do you now, as a leader of the Renegades going forward, do you have an input into potential signings, I guess domestic signings? Can you say to David Saker and the team, let's go out and have a look at this guy, uh, this young Victorian coming through, could be a potential star? Yeah, definitely something I'd like to do. Um, yeah, be involved in, in shaping the list going forward. Um, yeah, probably even if I'm just learning um, about how that sort of um, process works over the next season or two and then maybe can start to have a bit more of an input. But yeah, at this stage of my career, I'm incredibly passionate about um, turning the gauge around and I'm sure I'll um, yeah have plenty of thinking, uh, sleepless nights and all that as you, as you do as a cricket nuffy. So... Um, yeah, hopefully I can be involved in, in turning that, that around. Well, let's put, your, let's put your recruiter hat on now. We won't keep you too much longer, but you, you are on the lookout for an opening batsman. Three of them uh, are gone now. Finchie, uh, Sean Marsh, Quinton de Kock. We don't know what will happen with him, obviously, but you have, to, you have to pick out from anyone in the competition or worldwide. Who, who do you want to come and open the batting for the Melbourne Renegades next year? Well, it'd be nice to have uh, QDK back. Mm. He, um, yeah, he showed some good signs there. Obviously, we're seeing what um, someone like Josh Brown can do um, for the Brisbane Heat. He's an incredible player. Um, we know Jake Frazen-Gurt can open the batting as well. So, um, yeah, there's options there. Um, but, yeah, just about putting the pieces together. And, yeah, hopefully the, the guys at the Gaze can, can get that done over the next um, 12 months. Final couple for you. Were you happy with the, the shortened season? And, and what did you think of Laurie Evans' thoughts of the season was a, a good length but just to tighten it in terms of days a little bit more to have all those uh, overseas players stick around for a bit longer yeah i'd be all for that obviously you want the highest quality at the for the whole tournament especially finals so um yeah maybe it was a bit last minute going from 14 to 10 games this year i'm sure to be um even more smooth the next year but yeah I, I did like the shorter season i think we saw it come back to life a little bit a few people said that um and, and crowds starting to pick up again. I think that's the main thing that the players want is those crowds there. I think they can start to dwindle um, in, in a longer season. So, um, yeah, happy to see some uh, some good crowds there for sure. Well, you saw 41,000 in at Marvel for Finchie's last game. They were up 30% this year. So I think finally, uh, Will, the, the Big Bash might be on the up once again. Yeah, definitely. When um, yeah, Channel 7 came and spoke to us, they said something reasonably similar. And I think, yeah, I felt that and other guys felt that this season. So I'm sure it'll, yeah, continue to grow. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can we can see that at Marvel a little bit more. If the guys can get on a little bit of a heater and we can see uh, 40,000 a bit more consistently, that'd be amazing. Well, it, it has been a pleasure. You've given us great access, uh, not only during the Big Bash season when I spoke, spoke to you a little bit earlier, but uh, today as well. And all the best. We are wishing you all the best here at SEN. We'll be covering the game on the weekend. So hopefully you'll get, uh, you'll get to run out on the MCG. If not, hopefully in a couple of uh, games time as well. All the best and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks very much, John. Appreciate it. Will Sutherland there, newest member of the Australian one-day international squad. Bright future ahead, an all-rounder with plenty to like about him. Can hit the ball over the fence and certainly take a lot of wickets. We're going to take a break here on the Sporting Capital. More to come next on your home of sport.